In episode one, we dived into the world of organizational development with our resident business consultants, Orgology. They gave us an insight into how their processes can work for a multi-billion dollar business like a Fortune 500 company or just a bloke in the basement like me. In this episode, they'll take us through some real-world pragmatic solutions they implemented to turn a business around. Heidi and Brent, an organization is in trouble. You, you both fly in with your superhero capes blowing in the wind. How have your superpowers been able to save the day? Um, we've done quite a few interesting adventures. I think the one that comes to mind with me is the organization came to us with what they thought was their problem. They insisted right. was their problem. Yes, they knew what their problem was, and they just needed someone from the outside to come fix it and give them guidance on how to do it. The interesting thing was, as soon as we heard them say what their problem was and then talk about the organization, we realized their problem identification did not align with what was happening in the organization. So it's kind of like trying to put a screw in the wall with a hammer. Yes, it will work, but it's not very useful. We had a key contact person there who, when we talked her through, this is not a communications problem. Just giving everyone a list of the phone number to call if something goes wrong is not going to change the fact that you are fundamentally built wrong. And that was the key issue. And, and this is a technique that we do use somewhat frequently, that you have to get to the point where you can see the truth. So we had a global meeting with them. They were a global hospitality organization. And we had what they believed was a communications workshop. And we did touch on communications issues, which was exactly what they had wanted. And we walked them through this process where they got everyone's phone number, got every communication piece, identified themselves, and then they all, a room of 15 executives said, huh, <laughs> you know, don't think that fixes the problem. And we're going, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. <laughs> so that was, that was a way of getting them to see the problem themselves and having authorship over that realization. Is that your <laughs> psychological that, point that, there? <laughs> yes. That is sometimes the process you need to go to through. Right. And frequently... It is the insistence on a singular issue. When you can see from an outside perspective, fixing that issue in the way they're telling you won't get them what they want. What uh, changes did they implement and what, what did that result in the productivity of, of that company? Well, let's go back to that, that triad we talked about where you had the people, the process and the technology. They had good people. Right. They had good technology. What the problem was is the process that tied those two together wasn't well defined. So by helping them define that, they have since uh, grown somewhat exponentially. Uh, even through the pandemic, they have survived, uh, which is not an easy thing as a hospitality organization. Absolutely. So by them 
really looking at their processes, they have had the opportunity to buy other resorts, build out their portfolio, and actually grow into a sustainable organization, even with all the drama and turmoil of the pandemic. Probably the pandemic was a moment for the brakes to go on gently and for them to spend some time actually looking at themselves, probably in a way that they wouldn't had the pandemic not happened. Is that how, how you felt it was on the ground? That's happening a lot with yeah. a lot of organizations yeah. right now. And yes. Right. And that, that is a question we do engage with with a lot of people. Are you taking this forced recess break to really think about how you come out of it better? The triangle, people, processes, and technology, reminds me a little bit of the, the fire triangle, where you have oxygen, heat, and fuel. And if you take away one of those elements, the whole thing breaks mm-hmm. and yeah. the fire goes out. It does work very much like that. And you don't have to take away a complete item for it to fail. Let's say you hire the best people you can hire. You have the best technology to support them. If there are no processes, they will be unhappy and those best employees will leave. Same thing, if you have great processes and great technology, but you don't hire great people to support those, something's going to give way. So it's really a balancing act. And for us, it's a performance act of Are you performing at the peak of getting the best people at the right time in the right place to do the right thing? Do you have the right processes in place to support them and support your strategic goals of the organization? And does your technology support the growth of the entire organization? And it is interesting. Organizations are made up of people. And guess what? People have human nature. And by human nature, we are Eh, we're somewhat lazy. We'd probably rather lay in bed and eat donuts all day. You know, I don't know a lot of people who would say no to that option if they were given it. And that becomes compounded within an organization because an organization is made up of people. 70% of costs? Yep, 70% of cost is usually on people. Yeah. Wow. So, and another that other 30% is split between actual infrastructure, buildings, and technology. So right. with the pandemic, everyone's at home. Maybe you could save some money on infrastructure and pay more people. But to loop back to that human nature question, it's almost reflexive that organizations want the problem to be people. If this is not working, dot, 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 I must need to train people. If this is not working, let's just fire people because I know I can find a purple unicorn someplace in the universe <laughs> who's the perfect person to fix this. Right. Yeah, we, we run into that a lot where an organization will say, I found the perfect person. It's going to solve all of our problems. And it's human And we nature. nod and we smile and we say, okay, let's see how that works out. Three months later, yeah. well, that person didn't work out. I need to find a purple unicorn with a mohawk. I need That perfect person's out there. When in fact, it's the processes and the technology that are not supporting the person and the organization to succeed. Right. So it's like, if, if you do find that magical person, which is a big ask... If you bring them into a dysfunctional environment, how long would they last anyway? Our, our 
current estimate is around three months. They usually manage to <laughs> wow. skedaddle it within three months yeah. if you bring in a really high-performing individual. Once it becomes clear to that high-performing individual that they're on a sinking ship, they're looking for the right. exit. They're looking for the lifeboat. Yeah. They're looking at their own resume because they've decided that your organization is the immovable object. And that's where design comes into this whole process. If your organization is not designed to be agile and adaptable to the changes in the environment, employees will feel that they are not able to engage with all of their environment. Uh, the customers, their promotion, their career has to be able to develop. If they feel that they're just working within a lockdown system, they're not going to want to stay there. No one wants to stay somewhere where they can't excel and they can't advance, especially younger employees. Which that loops back to any single person at an organization. They want to know that what they do makes a difference. You can have all of the Pizza Fridays or Bagel Tuesdays or... Ping pong tables, basketball courts, <laughs> foosball tables. Yeah. We have seen them all. And it fundamentally comes down to if you feel like whether you show up or not does not make a difference. And what you do does not make a difference. Right. All the pizza in the world doesn't buy you anything. I really like to dig in a, a little deeper into the topic or processes. Can we pick up on that in the next episode? Sure, we'll do that. Processes are a fantastic blueprint for how your organization works. When they work right, you don't see them at all. And that's the tricky part. Excellent, looking forward to that. So until next time, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you.